guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast. Welcome back to another TOEFL video, man. I just want to say thank you guys so, so much because, man, the last video got 600 views very quickly. So again, I hear you guys. I hear what you guys need. Um, I'm listening to you guys in different ways, whereas I can help you. And if you guys, of course, want, you know, more services and extra services, I've already talked about that. But man, that was a fiery video. All right, that was a good one. And today's another one. So what I'm gonna do, I'm going to screen share the hell out this one right here. And what we're going to be going over today, and for anyone who's listening to me on my ESL podcast, is techniques for inference and complete the table questions. As promised, this is what I'm gonna get into. After this, we have two more videos to do. Before we go into writing, writing the perfect body paragraphs, the conclusion, et cetera, et cetera, right? So again, I do plan on, uh, you know, creating some courses for those of you who do not want online coaching and, you know, membership services and stuff. That's going to be another little area that I'm going to be tackling within the next couple of months. So you stay tuned for that. But nonetheless, guys, complete the table. All right, here we go. It's all about categorizing the minor details. So for those of you, obviously, who are listening to me, you're not able to see this. But the directions are here. Select the appropriate phrases from the answer choices and match them to the radiocarbon dating and funnel analysis to which they relate. Some of the answer choices will not be used. So again, we have coniferous trees and we have deciduous trees. Okay, so we have two of them. And what we need to do here is we need to get some of this information that's down below the A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and we're going to have to slot them in here. Now, of course, you guys are seeing the color coding system that I already have. And then what I do, I go back in the paragraph and I highlight the little area so you guys are able to see and make sense of it, right? So normally this is going to be over a span of one paragraph, not over a span of 30 paragraphs. So you're going to see a trend here. Now, again, some answer choices may not be used. This question is going to be worth about four points. So understand, if you don't see the information, it is not there. Okay? Now, there's a paragraph here. And what I'm going to do for all my beautiful ESL podcasters out there that support my show, I'm going to recite this paragraph out loud before going into the answer choices. Now, you guys will be able to make sense, write down some keywords, and say to yourself, okay, did he say this? Did he not say this? Let me see if I can match some information, and then I'll go ahead and tell you guys exactly what it is. Now, for those of you already who are watching the video or who have viewed my blog already, you will have already seen or would have already seen the answers and exactly where they are, and they're all within one paragraph, paragraph number three. So what we have here, I'm going to recite this out loud. Quote, the leaves of trees are formed for photosynthesis. The broad sizes and shapes of deciduous trees attract the light to be converted to energy. Coniferous trees sometimes have needles which are adapted to environments with less water, such as frozen regions with a higher latitude and altitude. The thin shape of needles and position of evergreen branches allow the leaves to shed snow. Broad-leaved trees in temperate zones of the world shed their leaves as days get shorter in the autumn and winter seasons. This is because the leaves are no longer making new chlorophyll through photosynthesis due to less light. 
the red and yellow pigments of the leaves blades become visible, causing the bright orange and red and yellow colored autumn leaves. And the last couple of sentences are just, you know, a couple of things. The synthesis of oxen, a plant hormone, also stops. Once the production of oxen ceases, the cells at the junction of the twig and the, oh my God, is that pitial? I don't know, of the leaf weakens and the leaf breaks off and falls on the ground. In regions of the world with more sun exposure, trees may not shed their leaves. So in saying that, that's the entire paragraph for all my ESL podcasters out there. Now what I'm going to do, I'm going to go down and I'm going to recite some of the potential answers out loud. A, needles are shaped upward to prevent leaf fall. B, needles are shaped specifically to allow the shed of snow. C, broad leaves help to cause a faster rate of photosynthesis. D, leaves become orange and red due to the increase of the hormone oxen. E, adapted to regions with higher altitudes due to the, due to the then shape of the needles. F, autumn-colored trees are caused by the increase in yellow-red, orange pigments as a chlorophyll drops. And G, leaves are shed in autumn and winter seasons due to less light. So, I have two red, okay, and that two red goes into coniferous, and the three purple go into deciduous. Now, for those of you who are listening to me, you guys, the answers aren't, in, uh, it's on like the second page. So if you go to my blog right now, and if you want to do this on your own and figure out, okay, which one is which, go ahead, do it. If you guys are watching me for the first time on whatever page it is on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, you guys will be able to do this by yourself. You can stop the video or stop the podcast now and then go back, see what you got, and then you'll be able to make sense of it. But now again, you guys probably already know if you're watching the video exactly what the answers are. So with that being said, the red is coniferous trees sometimes have needles which are adapted to the environments with less water, such as frozen, uh, I'm sorry, such as frozen regions with a higher altitude and latitude. So adapted to regions with higher altitudes due to the then shape of the needles. That's E. E goes into coniferous trees. B, needles are shaped specifically to allow the shed of snow. It says in B, as I put the bracket around it, the thin shape of the needles in position of evergreen branches allow the leaves to shed snow. So those two go into coniferous, and then the other three would go into deciduous. So deciduous, Okay, so basically it's the, the B and the E goes into coniferous. We have C, F, C, F, and G go into deciduous. So C, it says broad leaves help to cause faster rate of photosynthesis. So here we go. Broad-leaved trees in temperate zones of the world shed their leaves as days get shorter in the autumn and winter seasons. There it is. And that was another answer. Leaves are shed in autumn and winter seasons due to what? To less light. C and G are literally within that sentence. Then, of course, F, autumn colored trees are caused by the increase in yellow, red, orange pigments. You need to look for red, yellow, and orange in the paragraph, which is right here. If you guys are watching me on the video, if you're listening to me, it says, the red and yellow pigments of the leaves, blades, become visible. 
causing the bright orange and red and yellow colored autumn leaves. Boom. This is how you do it. Now, again, when you do it on the test, guys, what you got to do, that's literally word for word. Again, I'm going to say it again. It's not like IELTS where you, there's just a bunch of paraphrasing and a, pun, a bunch of garbage going on. It's not like that, okay? What's happening here is that what you need to do is quickly figure out where that paragraph is. And normally, especially when you're taking the TOEFL IBT, it's going to be one paragraph right there. So as you saw, B, needles are shaped specifically, shed of snow, faster rate of photosynthesis, broad leaves, adapted to regions with higher altitudes, all are co colored trees, red and orange pigments, leaves are shed in autumn and winter seasons. This is all word for word. This is how you complete the table. Now, you guys did not hear, again, D, it says leaves become orange and red due to the increase of hormone oxen. No, it says here, causing the bright orange, red, and yellow colored, uh, and that's become, that's because the red and yellow pigments of the leaves blades become visible. It's because the blades, it's not because oxen, okay? So, it says here, the synthesis of oxen, a plant hormone, also stops. It doesn't keep going. It just stops. So keep that in mind. All right. So again, you guys could probably look throughout the other paragraphs. But again, what it says in paragraph four, several reasons. Okay. We're looking, we're going more into detail to why, you know, trees shed leaves and twigs. Uh, it talks about fragile petioles, talks about disease, talks about fungi. All of that is completely irrelevant to the obviously the potential answers down below squirrel activity or twig girdling insects okay hatch lay eggs boring beetle the female beetle chews all of that is completely irrelevant so you can skip four you can skip five again it just depends you know the potential passage that you get within the reading i do believe that you're going to get just that specific paragraph which is the one i highlighted and all the complete the table is going to be right there However, if it's over a span of two paragraphs, you still know what to do. You're looking for the key words. So within these potential answers, needles shaped specifically, faster rate of photosynthesis, needles shaped upward, didn't see that. Leaves become orange due to, didn't see that. It, they become due to autumn, not because the hormone oxen. Uh, adapted regions, higher altitudes, that's another one. Yellow, red, orange pigments, chlorophyll drops. That's another one. Leaves are shed in autumn. That's another one. These are the key phrases and words that you're going to look for, and you'll be able to find them very, very quickly because they won't be paraphrased. All right? So that's how you complete the table. Again, there are some specific suggestions, some suggestions that you can do in terms of finding the answer. Now, again, Find evidence to eliminate incorrect information. This is exactly like the summary questions, whereas a couple of days ago I talked about. You're just eliminating one by one. One, 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 one. Got it? So there it is. And at the very bottom, you see exactly why it is and why the answers are the way they are. And then I go into inference questions. Now, a lot of you, a lot of you out there have asked me, Arsenio, could you please make a video in regards to inference questions? Man, those are crazy as hell. I hear you. I hear you. And now I heard you. 
All right, so what we have here, we have a paragraph. And I outlined a couple of things in this, but before I go into the paragraph, let's talk about the question. It says here, what can be inferred from paragraph four about the development of sophisticated culture? You see how I emphasize those four words? Very, very important because it needs to be relatable to the development of sophisticated culture, okay? In the history of ancient peoples. The first answer choice says it was only possible in areas with distinct seasons. Number two, it began in the lower classes and percolated up to the higher classes. Number three, it depends on stability and food resources. And number four, it is delayed when the people spend too much time on leisure activities, okay? I like to say leisure. I know I've, I've been practicing IELTS too long. I keep hearing leisure, leisure, leisure. Absolutely not. Leisure. So I highlighted all the words throughout the passage that are related to these four specific answer choices. But I will recite the paragraph out loud just for all my beautiful podcasters who are listening to me. So here we go. The seasonal nature of agriculture in ancient Egypt, along with the advances in food storage, meant that the people had more time for leisure leisure. At least the wealthy classes had time for leisure. At least the wealthy classes had time for leisure. The lower classes became a reliable source of labor, slavery. Within, no, it it didn't say slavery, but yeah, I'm just pointing that out. Within this organized system, with an abundance of food resources, a rich culture flourished. While the pyramids And the elaborate tombs of the pharaohs are the most well-known manifestation of this culture. There are countless other achievements, including calendars, a form of writing, sophisticated architecture, particularly of temples, and a complex belief system, including pantheon of gods. So, what can be inferred about this? Now, it was only possible in areas with distinct seasons, says that in the first sentence. Let's see what it says. The seasonal nature of agriculture in ancient Egypt, along with the advances in food storage, meant that the people had more time for leisure. Now, again, the development of sophisticated culture. What can be inferred? It was only possible in areas with distinct seasons. The seasonal nature of the agriculture in ancient Egypt, right? Possible in areas. It doesn't talk about specific areas. It says ancient Egypt in general. So if the answer had read, it was only possible in Egypt with distinct seasons, that probably would make a little bit more sense. But we'll hold on to that first answer choice, okay? Number two, I just want to see the thought process and how you guys think through these types of questions and how you could eliminate some of the weirdness that happens. Number two, it says it began in the lower classes and percolated up to the higher classes. Negatory! In the second sentence, it said at least the wealthy classes had time for leisure. The lower classes became a reliable source of labor, so they did not have time, okay? And it wasn't about the development of sophisticated culture and the history of ancient peoples, all right? It did not begin in the lower classes. Goodbye. Number three, it depends on stability and food resources. No, along with the advances in food storage, that was the only thing that was mentioned. A minor detail that is completely irrelevant. Goodbye, answer choice number three. So now we got, of course, referring back to the number one, which was, it was only possible in areas with distinct seasons. And number four, it is delayed when the people spend too much time on leisure activities. 
does there does this say anything about uh, there being a delay? Uh, I don't. Uh, is it uh, people spend too much time? Who spends too much time? What does it say? Okay, who spends too much time? No, it just says the wealthy classes have more time for leisure. It didn't say they spend too much time, and there wasn't like a negative effect that if they spend too much time, there would be a delay. See what I mean? So when these get very difficult, you guys have to walk yourself through this and ask yourself the right questions, right? You saw how I did with number two. It began in the lower classes. However, the second sentence says at least the wealthy classes, lower classes, they were just slaves. Goodbye. It depends on stability and food, uh, food resources, but you see, for those of you who are reading uh, the or watching me on video, it says along with advances in food storage has nothing to do with, it depends on the stability in food resources. It doesn't talk about the stability at all, right? It just says along with advances in food storage. And then the last choice, it is delay when people spend too much time. That is just completely irrelevant. So if you don't know, just get rid of those bad answers and ask yourself the question, does this information match in a specific way? And if it doesn't, okay, whatever. The closest one is it was only possible in areas with distinct seasons. The seasonal nature of agriculture in ancient Egypt, development of sophisticated culture. There it is. People have more time for leisure. Now, if there wasn't seasonal nature, there would probably be a little bit more of a problem. Do you guys get what I'm saying? So that was a quick video. That was a quick video. Two of them down just like that. I'm so, so grateful for all of you out there. If you guys have any questions about my memberships, as you guys have, may have seen my posts or the online coaching or potential courses or my email, you know, email list and all that good stuff. If you guys want to see that blog, thearseniobuckshow.com free. Um, let me know. And with that being said, I told you guys, we're going to have two more of these wonderful, uh, good old podcasts coming up and videos. So you better stay tuned for that and feel free to reach out to me. I'm your host, as always, over and out.